Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey guys, today I'm recording an IGTV, or not IGTV, Instagram Live Q&A and recording it for my podcast as well. So I want to talk about health, motivation, all that good stuff because it's just what I love talking about and it's what you guys love to hear. So we're going to do a little mini episode today and I'm looking at people's questions on my Instagram Live, so I'm just waiting for questions. But I definitely want to talk about motivation. I really do, because so many people aren't motivated at this time. And I do feel like it's taken me more drive to be motivated during quarantine, obviously. I feel like I do thrive in like a fast-paced environment. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's been very slow, uh, yet also fast at the same time. Cause I am, you know, trying to stay busy and creating my app and all that stuff. So someone says here, on my Instagram, uh, how to stay motivated during lockdown. That's what I want to talk about. So my biggest thing is keeping a routine and keeping a routine is super important because it gives you structure and structure is very important because you can expect what to do in your day and you can have, you know, goals that you set for yourself and know that you could reach them by a certain time or point by having the structure in place. So what I love about my routine and my structure is that my morning routine and what I do from the moment I wake up until about noon is pretty much the same every day in quarantine. Um, so no matter how the day ends up, I feel like I am super you know, accomplished by noon and then I can kind of chill afterwards. So I'll wake up at like, I don't know, six these days and I'll come into my little office where I am now. I'll do my morning routine and I will, you know, have my bulletproof coffee and I'll do my journaling. I have my vision board in front of me here and I'll just do all my writing and my goal setting and my priming. It's called priming because I basically prime my brain Uh, to be in the state that I want it to be in for the day. And then I, you know, stretch, do a little bit of a workout maybe, and then have a smoothie bowl. And by the time I have my smoothie bowl, I'm kind of set for the day. You guys have heard about my morning routine and my obsession with routine so many times. So (laughs) let's talk about some other stuff because I know you podcast listeners just, it's like a broken record with me. Um, Okay, so how do you stop procrastination is the next question. Honestly, procrastination is the bane of my existence. I feel like it's the biggest negative thing that I do these days. Um, I try not to do it often, but my biggest form of procrastination is definitely being on social media and being overwhelmed with technology. And I think a lot of us, a lot of us are kind of victim to that because of this world we live in where you can constantly be, you know, entertained by the touch of, you know, two buttons and you're on Instagram and you're seeing new likes and your dopamine dopamine hits are, you know, getting responsive. So I I really think that is the biggest thing I procrastinate on. Um, But how to stop? You just have to do something kind of extreme. Like I personally will turn my phone on airplane mode that's not even extreme, but I'll, I'll literally put the airplane mode on and keep it in the other room 
and finish a task that I am set out to do and then move on. The other thing that I really love to do is have my post-it notes on my water bottles and I like to take them off every time I accomplish something because that's just satisfying. So how to stop procrastination? Set an intent behind it. Every morning, if you really want to work on something, set intentions and stay aware. It all goes back to awareness. And the more conscious that we are, the more aware that we are, the better because we just are in the moment and we are not procrastinating and we're really just focusing on what we need to do. All right. So super demotivated to work out. How can I restore that drive to work out again? You just have to start. There's no like special potion you can drink. You just have to start. And it's one of those things. I feel like with everything in life, it's really starting is the hardest part. So knowing that I feel like is motivating because it's not this big, crazy thing that you need to accomplish. It's really just like taking one step and putting it in front of the next um, or one foot and putting it in front of the next. So that's my biggest uh, advice to you with the workout thing is just do it. Just do it and don't think about it as a huge, big thing to conquer. Just start. Just literally, if you're thinking about it right now, don't say, mm, I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. If you're thinking about working out right now, just go do it now. Like go, you know, roll out your yoga mat and do a five minute toning workout. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. I think the other reason a lot of people don't want to work out, it's because they see it as such a big thing. It's like, it's not, you can just move for five minutes. You know, you can just move for 10 minutes and just do some stretching and make it a yummy workout where you're just like, you enjoy it. It's like a delicious stretch slash kind of burn. Like I love those types of workouts. I don't do anything crazy anymore. And it's really done well for me. Okay. So meditation recommendations. I record my own meditations on this mic and I put music behind them on my garage band because I'm a podcast editor, I guess, at the same time. And I listen to them myself because I can't find anything out there except for the Joe Dispenza meditations that have really hit home with me. I definitely love, you know, there are certain apps that I've used in the past, but there is a very specific type of meditation that I gravitate towards. And it's not like the headspace type of meditation. It's not the relaxed melodies kind of like tune you know, if you know what I'm talking about there, it's a very action oriented guided visualization meditation. And if you're wondering, yes, I'm going to be releasing mine soon. I want to perfect them for you, but just wait, oops, sorry, just wait and you will get them very soon. I'm going to be sharing them with you. So how many calories do I eat in a day? I get that question a lot. I do not count calories to the T. I think it's obsessive and there's no longevity in that, right? And I also think that calories don't matter as much as a lot of people think they do. They obviously matter because it, it means the amount of food that you're eating and at the end of the day, calories are energy. Um, but, you know, if I'm eating a huge bowl of delicious, nutrient-rich greens and a big salad compared to if I was having, you know, some processed crackers and if that was the same amount of calories, it would do very different things to my body. I do know and agree that calories matter to an extent uh, if you want to lose weight because it's about the amount of food you're eating, but I don't think all calories are equal. So I would suggest if you're trying to lose weight, just be very intuitive while you're eating and eat until you're satisfied, not until you're super full, eat until you're satisfied and like eat until you're 70% full. 
and then, you know, stop. You don't have to finish and feel super full. That's something that I used to do a lot. I used to eat super healthy and then I would eat until I was stuffed and I was like, oh, it's fine. Like it's healthy, but like it doesn't matter if it's healthy food. If you want to lose weight, there's a really big difference between eating healthy to lose weight and just eating healthy in general. So that's something I've really learned. So in general, calories, I think completely vary because I'm five foot one. I'm a shorty and I definitely do not need as many calories as a girl who is, you know, five, eight, right? So it depends on you. I don't want to tell you a number, but the biggest rule of thumb for me, if you want to lose weight, it's just eating until you're satisfied, not until you're super stuffed. Um, how do you learn how to stop comparing yourself to others? Really good question. I don't think you learn how to do that necessarily. It more comes from an innate confidence that you develop within yourself. I used to not be confident at all, so I'm kind of a product of that. I used to be very insecure, as you guys know, if you know my story. Um, But now, since I've been more comfortable and confident in myself, I've learned to just not care. It's just, it has, I haven't even learned to not care. I've just naturally stopped caring about comparison and what people think of me. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. And just falling more and more in love with myself has helped that as well, because the more that I feel like I'm, you know, worthy and just complete as Mimi, you know, the the less that I would compare myself to others, because the less I want to be them. I used to always want to be like, or look like a Victoria's Secret model, or just these body types and women that I would never be able to be or look like because I'm so short and I look so different. Um, But when I started to realize that who I truly wanted to look like and who I truly wanted to be like is just the best version of me, you know, the healthiest, fittest, most vibrant and radiant version of me, that's when I actually started achieving it because it wasn't so unattainable, right? So... I would just really hone in on your natural beauty and your natural spark about you because there's not just one type of beauty and there's not just one type of right, right? So (laughs) I really think just doing the work on yourself, really just cultivating that self-love within by journaling, meditating, just doing all of the self-development work, it just, it's going to happen. It's not going to be, I know we all wish it happened overnight, but it doesn't. And trust me, I've gone through years and years of self work and personal development and it just doesn't happen overnight but then one day you wake up and you look back and you're like wow all those days that I tried so hard to change and improve have finally made their difference and it's like the compound effect over time it just revolutionizes itself and you don't realize it in the moment but looking back you're like that actually was changing me You have to keep persisting. The biggest thing, you have to keep persisting. All right, so let's go to the next. Um, My microphone is very big. Yes, it is. You're buying post-it notes and putting putting them on your water bottles. That's amazing. Am I vegan? No, I'm not. I've experimented with being plant-based, but as I mentioned in my last Instagram live, it's just not really for me. Um, I'll kind of go over it quickly. I've done every type of way of eating just to kind of figure out what fits with my body. And at the end of the day, intuitive eating and eating 
gluten-free and dairy-free really works for me. So if you wanted me to label it, I would say that I eat kind of a lower-carb paleo way of living. But at the same time, it's just at the end of the day, blanket statement, intuitive eating. I never crave really unhealthy food. If I'm craving, quote, unhealthy food, it's going to be like a homemade grain-free pizza or like, I don't know, lentil pasta or something. I genuinely do not crave the other stuff. It's crazy. It's like I've completely changed my mindset around it. So it's not even attractive to me. Um, But going back to the vegan thing, I've tried vegan many different ways. Um, I tried doing like the high carb, low fat vegan ages ago where I was eating an abundance of fruits and carbs. I tried doing more of like the keto vegan vibe. Neither really worked for me at all. My body feels really good eating some high quality animal protein or fat and it's just really bio-individuality. If you feel great doing a vegan diet, then amazing. Kudos to you. I love the philosophy of it. I wish it worked for me, but it didn't. So I just want to be honest about that. Um, I try not to eat a lot of meat because I do know that for the environment and for my health, an overload of meat probably isn't great. Um, But I do think that a really good quality piece of, you know, grass-fed steak or organic poultry is totally fine and it makes me feel good. And yeah, I always get from the best quality uh, sources. How do you overcome a fear of a big life change? This just screams comfort zone. So I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, oh, like I need a big change, but it's scary because it's different. You just have to realize that, you know, if you want to live your dream life, big change has to happen for a lot of people. And most of us, most of us aren't happy. Most of us don't ever reach our potential. And that's because of that comfort zone that you're living in right now. And if you want to be radically different, and if you want to live your life and look back on your life without any regret, then you're just going to have to freaking live with it. And that's the biggest thing, you know, uncomfort, uncomfort is something that I've become really familiar with because of all the change that I've been going through. And if you, as an entrepreneur, especially, I think, um, the feeling of uncomfort is just something that you need to just, you know, be, be okay with. It's one of those things you feel all the time and you just have to be okay with it. So how do you overcome a big fear of, of change? Journal on it, meditate on it, self-reflect, write to yourself, write letters to yourself saying like, you know, a letter from like your future self to your current self being like, this was worth it. You know, do this because you're going to look back and be so happy that you did. Like you're going to learn so much about yourself. What are you scared of? What do you, What about change scares you? Really just like dive in and write about it and or just talk about it or just like just learn about these feelings of yours and self-reflect I think is what I would tell you um so next (laughs) I hate headspace too oh my god I would love to meditate to your soothing voice thank you I definitely am excited to launch them you guys like the meditation thing is huge it's changed completely changed my life my relationship with everything in my in my world Someone says, how do you build a good relationship with food and stop obsessing over it? Again, an amazing question. I've been there. You need to learn about yourself and your habits and realize that you're in complete control of changing them. It's super simple, and I know it's hard at first, but 
tell yourself, like, is it hard? You know, I have been struggling with this or had been struggling with this for so long until like even after my body reset plan success and when I lost that weight last year, I still had moments of like, well, not moments, like I still like sometimes, you know, was obsessive about, you know, like, oh, like I'm hungry. Like I just need to put everything aside now and go eat. Even if it wasn't like obsessive in the sense of like overeating or severely undereating at all, it was still like, an obsession around food and an obsession around food and, and eating in general, I think is just like a disordered eating in itself. Like the the way that I have completely cured my relationship with food is just by like realizing that food is just fuel. You enjoy it. I love to cook. I love the connection that cooking brings. And I love, you know, the event of having people over and cooking and eating with them. But Food is just food. It's not a box in your life. It's not something we should go to for emotional purposes. It's not something that we should obsess over or think about too much. I've been free since I've stopped thinking about food so much. It's not something that we should obsess over. It's just fuel. And you should eat to nourish your amazing, beautiful body. But you shouldn't have most of your thoughts, you know, just focus on food. It shouldn't dictate your life. So how do you build a good relationship around that? It's, well, for me, doing the inner work has done everything. The past five, six weeks, I have completely changed. I haven't really been open about this with you guys yet, um, but I've completely changed. Like I have never been so on track with my health goals without being with without being obsessed with it. Like I've never been so on track and so less obsessed in my life. And it's been like revolutionary. Even Ben is like, you're different, like mentally, physically, of course, because I've literally lost almost like seven, eight pounds in the past five weeks without even, it doesn't even feel like I'm trying. It's fucking crazy. And it's because I did something different this time. I just stopped obsessing over it and I would journal on it every morning and focus on my goals still. Like I would still have, I'd still put energy toward my goals, but I wouldn't, Like, I wouldn't go back to those old weird patterns of, like, being obsessed with when the next meal is or what I'm going to have or, you know, it just, it went away. And meditating on it and visualizing intensely the kind of person I want to be and how she thinks and acts and feels was a huge game changer for that. Like, doing so many guided meditations on it every morning, non-negotiable, journaling on it was a non-negotiable for me. Like, putting self-care right at the top with my body goals was super important for me. Like I actually have a checklist on my vision board that I'm looking on right, looking at right now. And every single morning I check off whether or not I did something the day before. So I have my morning and evening routine, movement, intermittent fasting. Like did I, like my relationship with food that day, was it positive or negative? And then me time, aka self-care time. So those five things, most of them are well half of them are I guess our body the movement intermittent fasting and like my relationship with food I guess that's more mental um and then the me time and morning and evening routine like those two are self-care mental um so you know I think what really changed with me this time around as well was the fact that I really prioritized my relationship with myself and my happiness and my self-care levels at the same time because I realized that the only times I was really overeating was when I was stressed and busy and like was just like didn't want to think you know so 
doing all these things, I honestly am looking at the chart right now. It's been over a month of check marks in all the areas. I have not overeaten in over five weeks. Like, well, not once. I It's been fucking crazy. I've never gone this long without, like, I guess, like, being unconscious about or around food for, like, a certain amount of time. Um, you know, I, it's crazy. And my relationship is only getting better and better with myself, with my relationship around food, with with all of it. It's only getting better and better. It drastically changed about a year and a bit ago, right around when I was developing the body reset plan. And I wanted to develop that because of how crazy I saw this huge change happen. And then it's happening again now, right? So it's like this new whole wave of like upgrading times 10. So it's just crazy. Okay, I need to start looking at these questions again. When will your program be released that you're working on? So I'm working on an app. It's going to be available on uh, desktop, iOS, Android, Roku, Apple TV. It's going to be a video-focused streaming app with um, – and this is like one of the first times I've spoken about it. So the app is going to have guided meditations focused around body transformation healthy recipes, uh, cooking videos with me, and then also workouts that are going to be super simple, short and easy. But the entire thing about it is going to be just transforming your mind and your body together. Um, So it's really just doing like an active visualization meditation for the workouts um, while also moving. And then obviously for the meditations and then the the food is going to be so great too. So next question is okay so what do you do when you're having a bad day when I'm having a bad day I focus on my morning routine because it will change my mood and I just do a ton of self-care from having a bad day I'm like you know what I'm gonna just be I'm gonna do everything I can today to make me feel good. And I put myself as the priority if I have the time, of course, ideally. Um, in quarantine, I have had the time. If I've had a bad day, I'm just like, I'm okay. And I also talk to Ben. He's my best friend and I always tell him what's on my mind. So if I'm feeling self-conscious or if I'm feeling stressed, I'll be like, Ben, I need your love. And he'll just make me feel so much better. So talking to someone really helps as well. What advice would you give to someone wanting to start their own online platform? check out the Influencer Academy. The link is in my bio on Instagram. How do you get up so early? So you just have to go to bed earlier and just gradually make the switch. It's not very complicated. Um, you just have to do it and put away technology. That really helps. What do you think about alcohol? Uh, don't love it. I don't relate to it anymore the old me used to drink and feel like I should because it's what everyone else my age was doing but it's just so not me (laughs) it is so not me some people like some once in a while have a glass of wine here and there I could definitely love like the celebration aspect of it but getting effed up means that there is a deeper issue that you are not resolving within yourself I truly believe that I love going out with friends and stuff and not drinking too. It's just about human connection at the end of the day. Have you ever had – oh, this is a good one. Okay, a few more. Have you ever had money mindset blocks? Honestly, no. Like the one thing that I have 
effortlessly manifested in my life is money. Like I always just had this core feeling that I was going to do something that would make me money. Um, I never obsessed over it. I just let it flow into my life. And that's the easiest and best way that manifestation works if you believe in that kind of thing. So my struggles with manifesting were more around like my body and my relationships and being the best version of myself. But money and career, it just came naturally to me. Um, So yeah, I'm lucky about that. I've always had a very specific way of thinking about money. It's just energy, you know? All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I think I'm going to do this more often, like I just said, and love connecting with you on the podcast, on Instagram Live, and yeah, let me know if you have any more questions. I feel like I'm very mellow today. I don't know why. My voice is just mellow. Life is good. I have my bone broth and my mug here, and I'm just being mellow, but I like doing these solo episodes, so... I need to do more of them. Anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing day and I will see you next time.